Yeah, you know what time it is. It's time for Bo and Nick, the losers with a dream. Uh-huh. <sighs> what a waste of time. Yep, the losers. You're listening, so who's the freaking loser, people? Welcome to Bo and Nick's Losers with a Dream. Yeah. I freaking hate them so much. The look at their funny because they suck at everything. You're listening. The question is, why? Hello and welcome to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers, but we have massive, thick dreams. Yeah, big old dreams. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Nick Scopoletti. And I'm the other host, Bo McDowell. Bo is my opener. We're glad we could be here today. <laughs> so yeah, glad. Yeah. He's up to seven minutes. <laughs> We're Shut doing up. so well. <laughs> Be disrespectful. Oh, I'm just kidding, dude. Uh, real quick, we got to plug our social medias. Yeah, yeah, go you ahead. Go first. Okay, time. mine's uh, Bo McDowell Comedy. Or at Bo McDowell Comedy. Bo is spelled B E A U. You know the drill. <laughs> he put comedy in there because no one would know he's funny. <laughs> What's yours? I'm just at Nick Scopes because I'm original and I don't like branding. And I Shut just up, do, dude. I, I hate you. I do my own thing. I don't like labels. Done on with stuff. you this week. I don't like labels on things. Go ahead. What's our first uh, <laughs> What's our first segment on the show, Nick? It is the mental health check-in. Great. And for you, it's a little bit of the physical health check-in. <laughs> Tell everybody. You're going first. Tell everybody how you're feeling mentally, physically, what happened to you. It's been a long weekend for you. Today, I feel like Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz because I just want to go home. <laughs> I don't want to be I'm done, okay? Here on I want to go home to my chickens and my farm and, and hang out with my uncles and just go to sleep, okay? I don't want to see this fucking fat Italian kid and have to talk to him anymore. I'm done with this. I'm done, okay? I just... I just I want to clicking your heels together underneath yeah, this table. There's no place like home. <laughs> So yes, I know I got sick. I got I got a stomach flu. I threw up for three days. You had a, you had a well. Let's be, you had a anxiety panic attack the next day, which led into yes. You had a hell I of had, a just a ride I, of a week. I had two shows on Friday. Panic attack during the second show. <laughs> still killed, might I add. Then Saturday, uh, second show did okay on the Brooklyn. Second show, show did. Great both shows. I mean, the first show was a little yeah, hectic. We'll yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> and then you actually got to follow me around and watch me do spots. I did, you did one spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, I, you followed me around, which I was cool. Because you were my ride. There was no yeah, other. Yeah, but like you no came. Other... Like when you watch me like do spots and like follow me around, like do you, does it feel like, oh my God, like I'm going to tell my kids about this one? Like, is that how you feel when you watch? No, I'm just there to make sure you don't die, dude. <laughs> You're in a panic attack driving that <laughs> yeah. at the wheel, I was, driving through New York City, like I got hitting his chest, going, yeah. I gotta pull over. Okay, all right, yeah. That's and how I was like, I'm, pull over, I'll fucking drive. And you're like, no, it's no. fine, it's fine. And then you had to play uh, <laughs> certain music. Yeah, I like, you had to listen, play ominous tones. I listened to, to, to tones. calm them down. I listened to my tones. Fucking Yanni on the whatever the fuck it is. There's no lyrics. It's just like naturescape sounds. <laughs> I listened to my tones. <laughs> <laughs> and me and BJ were in the car. I was like, holy shit. Imagine if you just like passed out and you just fucking crashed. Your yeah. car sucks. Anyway, it wasn't so good. It well, how matter. are you doing? Enough about me. I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm feeling, you know, I was with you, as you said, Saturday. Yes. Um, Saturday in Brooklyn, I was, you know, 
my mental health. I was I felt like Richard Nix, Richard Nixon because not because I'm a racist and paranoid and I record conversations, <laughs> but because I was trying to think of what a grumpy Republican white guy looks like. <laughs> And that's who I thought of. That's who you were, buddy. Because I consider myself pretty open-minded, pretty yeah. liberal guy. Yeah. And then I, we went to Bushwick, Brooklyn to do a rooftop show at a bodega. And I was getting real mad at everybody. Yeah. If I see another white girl with multicolored hair car- carrying her fucking art easel with those fucking Marilyn Manson boots you buy at Hot Topic, I was going to lose my mind. I was getting so mad. Just him on the sidewalk being like, another easel. <laughs> really? Another easel. We what are you going to go do? What are you painting? It was hilarious. Dude, I was losing my mind. I also tell myself shit to get pumped up yeah, before yeah. show. I just make shit up. I'm like, only kids that come from money can come to a city and uh, you know pretend to be poor for a few years. <laughs> And then they have to go home and get a real job once the money runs out. You know what I mean? They're not talented. I'm better. Yeah. Fuck them. I I, I was over it. Okay. Yeah. I was getting real mad. And you made a good point though. You made a good point. You're like, you know, Michael Jordan used to do that, like to pump himself up. What Bo is trying to say is, I'm the Michael Jordan of comedy. Okay. I didn't say that. that's no, but I don't want to put no, words in your mouth. BJ you said, said that. BJ said, said that. that I didn't say that. Yeah, I did not kind of no, but listen, I didn't. Don't though. be mad. You're Pippin. But you're Scotty Pippin. No, I'm not Scotty Pippin. Because like you're there and you were kind of important. But if you want six rings, get on my back, right? Get you on my stink. back. If you want you six championships, you were having the panic attack. Okay, <laughs> you were. You I were. Was, but I make myself have panic attacks so I could do better. At show. I'm like, just <laughs> get mad. You make shit up in your head. Although most of it's probably true. Those kids are probably mom and dad. Are yeah, but you were rent. like a rabid dog on the side of a roof, just like. Rrr. Hey man, These we kids, all, I hate him. Like it was we all crazy. Have our process. Yeah, okay. That's I've, not a process. I That's to, a panic listen, attack. Listen, I have to turn it into a competition. I don't have stuff to compete in anymore. I don't have hair anymore. There's a lot of shit I need. <laughs> okay. Just let me have this. Yeah, I don't know. I just like they're not like just let the kids in Brooklyn be the kids in Brooklyn. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. But also, it is fine. I'm better than all of them. So yeah, and that's fine. You just need to feel <laughs> superior to other people. That's your oh, problem. Oh, really? <laughs> Should we talk about how? Well, this will come Listen, out. After. I am a man wait, of the wait, people. Wait, wait. This that has come been out. proven on the show. Shh, quiet, 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 quiet. So this will come out after we have our live show May first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a show in Norwalk on this past Friday. We're outside. Nobody's gonna bring this up, right? We're outside. Of I'm just telling that I don't even care what people. I'm talking to you guys. We're outside, okay? Yeah. And these girls were like, "Oh my god, this show is so good!" Like they we, were talking we, to me though. We, we had were... a great. Yeah, totally. No, I was a few feet away. They kept yelling at me. They're like, "We don't want to talk to this guy. He freaks me out." <laughs> Who wears Jordans with shorts? Doesn't make sense. And I was like, "I know. It's, it's kind of cold." Um. <clears throat> anyway, Bo, you know, was like, he's doing his job. He's trying to promote the club, and he goes, he goes, hey, by the way, May first. I'm headlining. Come check it out. I'm the May star 1st, attraction. May 1st is our podcast live <laughs> recording of both of us. And our life coach will be there. Yeah, yeah. She's done pretty well, she, I yeah, think, in comedy. I, mean, she's okay. I know you think you've done better. I know, I know you're like, I'm right there. I'm almost going to sell out I'm Radio almost City. There. Almost there. You're so fucking close, man. One and I had to crack them like, we're both doing it. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. So it was a rough weekend. <laughs> it was. It was a bad weekend. But we're going to get to uh, more positive stuff in a minute. We're going to talk about who did we fall in love with. Who did we fall in love with? Okay. Is it my turn first? I'm going to make you do it again. You make me go first? Yeah, because I'm clearly... You're the opener, remember? Yeah. Fuck. Oh, God, I hate you. I fell in love with Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> because that's all I had that I could just make myself feel better for the past three days is just sucking down Pepto-Bismol. Do anything pink you'll be seeing? Oh, my God. <laughs> I also fell in Sorry. love... Sorry. <laughs> that is what it is. This is a good joke. Clip it. It was a solid <laughs> joke. <laughs> I, I also fell in love with all of my ex-girlfriends after seeing one of them at the club the other night and realizing how badly oh, I've screwed yeah. up my life. Yeah, but, I don't um, want to be disrespectful, but she was hot. Yeah, and, and happy and well-established and doing yeah, well in her life. I enjoyed like, having a, I had a good conversation with her. Yeah, I just overall a great there, person. you think there's something there for us? I don't think there's anything there for you. it's done with you guys, <laughs> but I have a shot, right? You don't have anything, okay? <laughs> You're right. Okay. I'm headlining. That's a good point. <laughs> May 1st. You missed it. Well, how did you? No one did... showed up. <laughs> we had to cancel. Who did you fall in love with this week? Um, so this isn't essentially a person. This is going to sound super gay, but it is what it is. When I was walking, we were walking around New York City and like, just like, you know, I went to go see you do your thing at Broadway or, you know, Brooklyn was a little, uh, but when you're in Manhattan, yeah. just like the energy and like seeing Troy on the street. Yeah. Like to everybody, like seeing yeah. people back in the comedy club. So I fell in love with New York city all over again. Oh my God. And comedy. So gay. <laughs> but I, liter I literally, that's all I could think about was I was like, man, this was so, I was so happy. Like I knew I wasn't going up, but I yeah. was there and I was like, look at this shit. Like it's back. People saying New York city wasn't good. It's fuck. There's people here. They're ready to have fun. Yeah. This is good. Like Broadway, they were running it tight too. Like yeah. you told me sanitizing the mic in between everybody. Everyone got yeah. a little microphone condom. That's important. Yeah. Right? It was just the plexi, everything. Like no, it was amazing. It so it was, it was, it was yeah. So like fun. I did fall in love with New York a little bit that night too, because I was just like, Oh, like this city's working again. Like I was getting, yeah, I was getting back. fired up. Like, honestly. Yeah. I wasn't even going up. I was just yeah. excited for you no, to dude, go up. You saw <laughs> I was me, like, this is awesome. You saw me go up and it was more energy than maybe I've had in the past like three years. Dude, so <laughs> I, I bet, that's, I bet yeah. to tell Lisa that too. That was the most bows ever moved on stage. Yeah. I got up and I was so excited just to be there and like be on stage. And there he grabbed again. the mic but this is the one that he grabbed the mic too low and he unplugged it at one point and he and lost all the momentum and he, yeah, and yeah. he replugged it and he's like lost all the momentum oh, huh yeah. I was in the back fucking with Troy yeah. like yeah but just huge <laughs> huge laughs so it's just not a big deal you did very well yeah right like like I did on that Brooklyn rooftop yeah show. yeah no right. you did good you did yeah good. that was good you're good you're really impressed not my demographic either but I still I capture everybody yeah yeah well you're I'm just like a renaissance man you exactly just, you, know, you hit everybody exactly exactly God I hate you you do look skinny though I do yeah that's the one benefit of the uh, <laughs> the stomach flu is now um, I'm a little hot you know a little hot I'm a little hot I'm gonna get hotter. And then it's going to, I'm going we'll to start eating what I want to eat again. And then it's going to be, be a problem. Yeah, nothing stays forever. People, you know, yeah, maybe you become a feature act one day. It's cool. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. And then we're going to come back and talk about our topic. Addiction. Addiction. This episode of losers with a dream is brought to you by Nick Scopoletti, the Michael Jordan of comedy and Bo McDowell, the Jordan almond of comedy because he's shaped like a potato. Welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. 
I am Nick Scopes, one of your hosts. I'm Bo McDowell, I'm the other host. <clears throat> and today, we're going to be talking about <laughs> our wedding plans. No, we're going to be talking about <laughs> talking about addiction. Yes. Um, we've covered, we've mentioned some stuff in the past about things with addiction, especially with you, but um, we're going to talk a little bit about me as well today and things that I didn't think until we spoke last night, honestly, yeah, yeah, at Duchess, yeah. that I was like, no, it's not really an addiction. Right. And right. then I started going through the things that I was doing that were addictive type. Th- and I was like, oh, this is yeah. like this is what I want to ask you is if you can give kind of like a overview, almost like a definition of what addiction would be. Because when I when I say addiction and most people probably think they think drugs and alcohol. Immediately. Right. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it wasn't that from mm-hmm. something else. It was steroids and other and food and other shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for you, like if you give like sort of like a definition of what an I addict think, looks like or what, yeah, I think I mean? that like addict or addiction can be a little bit more broad. Um, but when I think about like drugs and alcohol is like a disease, like the disease of alcoholism or like the disease of addiction, I think more about something that's like primary, meaning like it's the, it's, it's a, it, it's a focus that like, even it, like if you were to even get sick in another way, like it's, it's the thing that's going to kill you the fastest. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. And then chronic meaning it's, it's continuous. It's going to keep coming back and then fatal. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think of when I think of like, um, the disease, whereas addiction can spread over like many different things. Like you can be addicted to shopping. You can be addicted to, you know, you can be addicted to, uh, you know, work, you can be addicted to the yeah. exercise. You can be addicted to things that are like positive in your life. Right. But uh, you know, they they become obsessive, like where you're thinking about them constantly. You need them in your life. If if it's not there, then you feel like there's a hole there, and you and you you know you're you'll snap at people. You'll get angry. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. And then uh, you know you're 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 compulsive, right? So you're obsessing about it, and then the compulsive is like you have obviously like acting out and like needing to do it. And like you'll blow through other people just to get what you want. Now is this is a question I always had because I when I was naive and stupid and younger, um, I would always think that I had a buddy who got addicted to heroin real bad, yeah. and I and he was a very what I considered to be a very like mentally strong guy. He used to yeah. be a, a bodybuilder, he was a wrestler in high school. So were you, right? Yeah. Right, and I and when I think of that. At the time, I would be like, why can't he? This is me in my early, I'm 20 years old, and I'm sad my friend is doing this. Yeah. And I could be like, what the fuck's wrong? Like, why can't he just, just stop? Like, why is he, why? There's, yeah. There's, you explain to me, there's like a, like for me, I have a few, I have a drink or two, and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be really hungover tomorrow, and like not feel good, so I'm going to stop. Yeah, there's a, there's a switch but that But for flips. you, for someone else that's that was an addict, if you could explain that, like, what is it? You're like, oh, I want more of whatever this is like yeah. once you start doing it you know what i mean so i was thinking about this last night and i was thinking like if i were to write a book about like my addiction or like what that looks like it would be called the pursuit of nothing because you're not you're looking for oblivion do you know what i mean you're not like like i wasn't drinking to to find like answers to no like I, yeah it was literally to shut off my brain like to not be available to people to like literally turn off. Um, and a part of that's like medicating, like you want to numb. Um, and a part of that's like, you just can't deal with life. I mean, life is difficult. And like, sometimes it feels easier 
to just like turn it completely off, drink as much as you can, knock yourself out than to actually like deal with your problems and deal with what's going on. And I think, you know, like what happens in like the latter stages of like when somebody actually gets like physically addicted to something is that they can't really imagine a life where they don't have it because it's like they need it to survive. It's it right. it gets hooked in with their survival instinct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, you know, somebody that's addicted to heroin is literally like, you know, telling them to not shoot heroin that day is like being like, don't drink water. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't really compute. Um, but like, I don't know for me, man, like I used to get so excited to drink. I mean, I would like, sh- I would shake, I would get like, like my palms would get sweaty. I'd be like, Oh yeah. Like, now, I used this, to, was this after like, like when did you have your first drink ever? Oh, I was 12. And was that like, you kind of knew immediately like, hey, Oh yeah. You were like, Hey, I kind of, yeah, I went downstairs. I, like I stole, um, some liquor out of my parents' liquor cabinet. I lined up four shots and I just did them all right there. And I remember that was the first time you drank. Yeah, you fucking went for it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. God damn, I, I can't I, even do that now. <laughs> I'd fucking be dead for four days. <laughs> but I just remember like that warm feeling, like you know, booze. It gets like that warm feeling that comes yeah. in your chest, and I just remember finally feeling like comfortable. And yeah, man. I mean, when I was a kid, when I was in like eighth grade, I used to, uh, I used to tell my parents I was sick like I'd wake up and be like I'm sick I can't go to school and then they would leave for work and I would just go grab booze and I would just sit and get hammered all day by myself and uh wow. and then I I knew what time generally they would come home so I would set up the the room so that like like because I knew I was going to kind of black out but I just knew like I, I wanted to black out to a certain area so that I could like be like face down to sleep so they could be like oh yeah he's he was sick. He's, you know, asleep. Um, you but really it, thought this through. Yeah, man. But I would wake up those mornings. It would be like Christmas morning. Like, oh, I'm just going to be able to turn off my brain and just black out today. And that's like so, it was so relieving. You know, I had a buddy that, um, you know, he's a crackhead. And he talked about how when he would go to buy crack, he would urinate on himself as he was buying it. Because his body was so excited for the release. You know? That's for real? Yeah. God damn. So crack is great. I mean, I think that's... (laughs) (laughs) And that's our episode. (laughs) No, no, but I think like that, that to me is like what that's, that's an amazing like picture of like what addiction looks like where it's like your body is literally relieving itself because it's so excited to finally get the relief, you know? That's wild, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I went through that. I I kept drinking as much as possible, like all the time, and eventually four ulcers developed in my stomach. And um, how old were you once those developed? I was twenty one. Twenty one, you have four bleeding ulcers. Yeah, they were nasty. And um, I uh, I remember going to the doctor um, a year later. I was like twenty two, and he was like, he they put the endoscopy in. They went and looked at everything. And he was like, you know, this is going to kill you. Like you only have, I mean, you have a minimum, like you're not going to have that much time on this planet if you keep doing this because it's just going to get worse and then they can explode and it could really get nasty. And I just remember like 22 years old. Yeah. 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 And I remember like when he said that it was the most comforting thing I'd ever heard that you were going to die. Yeah. Because I knew I was going to die. I mean, I was so miserable and I wanted to die so bad and I was drinking myself to death. 
So like finally a doctor was like, hey, this is how it can happen in the next few years. So it was like incredibly like like uh, liberating because I was just like, oh, okay, great. Like at least I know like I'm going to be able to drink for like these next couple of years and that'll be that. And like I know it's it's going to be over soon, you know, because I, I was more worried about being like a grizzled 40 year old on dialysis. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause that's honestly the best, my best case scenario. If I like were to drink again would be like, I would destroy my body to the point of like, yeah, I need like dialysis treatments and like, you know, I'd just be kind of like a, like a nightmare, like physically. And then, um, you know, like I, I'd, I'd be uh, also a mental case. Like I would just really lose my mind. So you still are, but yeah, no, no, I mean, that's what's that's crazy, fine, which I like that about you. Yeah. And You're I like th- kind of a bad boy and I dig that <laughs> you have like a rough background, but you've pulled it together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's something to like the addict, the, the addict doesn't go away. I think that you kind of just replace get better. It. Yeah. You replace it a little bit. A lot of people, when they first get sober, what they'll do is they'll um, work out a lot. They'll go to the gym. Yeah. They'll start shopping a shitload. They'll start eating a shitload. Uh, Anything yeah. to like just shove the feelings down. They'll start doing. Um, for me, I I actually lost a bunch of weight right when, right when I got sober because I was like, I want to be, I want to be better now. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I was like, now I I was like three hundred pounds when I got sober. I was like my internal organs were all a mess. So I was like, I want to be like way better than I am now. And I, so I lost a bunch of weight and, um, I did buy a lot of shit. Like I, <laughs> Wait, the, the, yeah. Trump, please tell the story. The what? Trombone. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well that, that later, but what I, I bought like, the there would be like Amazon boxes, like piled up in my apartment. And like, I didn't even know what any of this stuff was. <laughs> and then, and then I, I remember ordering a brand new PS4 with like all these video games, all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get into video games. Be a professional gamer. No, I just was like, I'm going to get into video <laughs> games because all these kids my age play video games. You Why do don't Dance I do Dance that? Revolution? <laughs> yeah, oh, are... I got like all the sports oh, games. Oh, they have like... Riverdance on PS4. <laughs> you Irish fuck. Riverdance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember, dude, I, I spent all this money. I put in the first game. I played it for maybe like 15 minutes and then I just was like, I, I can't. <laughs> I You're sold ev- I sold everything. It was like, over. Yeah, I was like, I can't do this. Like, it's just because you. I was also searching for a new identity, you know, because yeah, I was you sober. Were the and, party guy. You were the drink. Yeah, guy. and you were the drug guy. The death of that identity was kind of like my bottom, right? Right, where I was just like, I I was relapsing so often and like still going out and partying, and and then like going to you know twelve step meetings during the week, and then like like relapsing again. And, uh, you know, that my last night of drinking, I remember, uh, like waking up the next day and just being like miserable. And then I like walked up to my, the fourth floor of my apartment building, which was the roof. And, um, I was just like standing over it and I was just like, I just, should I just jump? Like I just, cause I just wanted it to end, you know? And, uh, I had tried to save myself by like going to like you know meetings and and like talking with other people and like listening to what they had to say and i was like this isn't working i'm not getting better so fuck this i'm done and i was i was ready to take myself out you know but then i had also i had also known people that had jumped and survived and 
and they were miserable. You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, man, I, what if I survive for this jump? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like whoever's w- waiting below will not survive. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. And then I, you know, and then you think about your parents and you think about like just all this stuff. You're like, I can't do this to people. I can't do this yeah. to me. Like, you know, and, and I've, and people always say like, oh, I didn't have the balls to go through with it when they're talking about like suicide, which is always crazy to me. Like, like that's the, I know I think the balls comes when you like Don't decide, yeah, with it. like when you decide you are going to live with the pain instead of like ending figure it, it out. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's what takes balls. I think, you know, but um, and also, you know, my grandfather committed suicide. So I just was like, ah, man, I can't do this to hey, my father. No, no. Yeah. And uh yeah, so you know, I I that was my bottom. That was like the end where I was like I can't I, I there's nowhere to go. I right. you know, I can't I can't kill myself because that's too horrible and I can't keep drinking because that's too horrible. So, I have to get better today. And that was the moment where you were like, okay, yeah. we're fucking we need to figure this out now. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And like from then on, I just you know, sobriety isn't amazing. You know what I mean? Like, there, people. Hey, that you're on, you're being honest. No, though. but it's like, so it's, true. It's like, because now sobriety people are trying to make it out to be like it's supposed to be like this hot new thing. You ever you notice this? I'm sober. Yeah, they're yeah, like I see everything in <laughs> HD now. Things are just so much clearer. Yeah, there's all these kids that are like, yeah, so like I'm sober now, and it's like trendy, and you're like, oh fuck you! Like it's just so <laughs> stupid. It's not trendy. I drank too many in those kids in Brooklyn. <laughs> I drank too many kombuchas. Like I got a little buzzed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and now that makes me deep because like I went through. So it's just like shut up. You're not deep. You know what I mean? Like you My had a problem and then you went to rehab. Your parents paid for it. Shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just dumb. So, like, yeah. I mean, it's it. Oftentimes, dealing with reality is way worse than the reality of like being an active alcoholic. Because at least when you're an active alcoholic, your life is simple. Right. It's like either I'm drunk or I'm trying to get drunk. Those are the two estates that I live in. (laughs) Right now. There's like, you know, life is huge. There's so many things to do. I got to deal with you and, you know, you have to watch me perform. And it's very difficult. I do have to watch you perform (laughs) because I may need a new opener. So I have to make sure people come to see the shows. They're spending money. They're getting a babysitter. They're getting parking. Come to see me. You're the worst. Anyways. It's a lot. But yeah, there's a lot more to life. You have to deal with like all of your like feelings. You have to like, I have to go through like the, the feeling that I had today of just like, you know, like not wanting to be here, wanted to be home, (laughs) wanted to just like literally like pull over the covers and and, like shut off. Yeah. You know, but I I don't have that option anymore. Like that's what's kind of, is it's it kinda, nice. Is it kind of nice? It is nice. Like, it's nice to take that off the table because if it's on the table, I will never not take it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if if me turning off and not being available to people is, is available to me, then I'm never going to see you. Just like, like you an would Italian never combo see me again. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never it's on the table. Me. I'm going to grab it. I'm yeah. going for it. Yeah, but but when you take drugs and alcohol... And and all that off the table. I got big. Can legs. you not kick the fucking tables? <laughs> we don't pick it up on the mics. Yeah. Thank you. But you know, when, when you take that stuff off the table, then it's like you kind of you you're forced to live, and then you get to get to have great relationships, get to do really cool things, and it's fun. It's fun, but it also sucks. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. She said, ask about me, dude, yeah, which yeah. is tough for you. I know. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's your deal? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I need a new co-host. No, like, what deal. were the things that you were like, oh, I think I might be addicted to? <clears throat> for me, I... The first thing I ever did, I didn't I didn't drink first. I smoked weed first when I was 12. Yeah. And I smoked weed. Because you were cool. That's right. <laughs> I skipped over that other <laughs> pussy shit. <laughs> but I, sm- I mean, I smoked from <clears throat> the ages of 12 to 14, and I drank a tiny bit in there. Yeah. And I remember immediately trying drinking and getting hungover and being like, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like this at all. This is the worst. Yeah, yeah. I feel... I'll never forget. I had like I was moving to Connecticut. I graduated eighth grade, and I was going to start high school in Connecticut. Yeah. They threw me a going away party. Yeah, and we started ripping. We're thirteen. Started ripping shots of tequila. Thirteen years old. I took. I'm not. I blacked out and woke up in new clothes. I threw up <laughs> all over the place. The next day, my grandmother took me <laughs> to our favorite Italian place to get like seafood. Yeah. Oh, not good. I was like, she's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I, just, I don't know. I'm not that hungry today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Meanwhile, I fucking ate everything in sight as a kid. She yeah. was like, what's going on with this kid? So alcohol really like affected you. Oh. Yeah. I didn't get immediately. I, was I like, didn't get nope. hung over for the first like six years of my drinking. It took till like 18, 19 to actually get hung over. I would wake up the next morning and I would be like, no, no, I, just I pumped. I immediately was like, this is the worst. I don't like That's this. crazy. I had my first beer. I was like, beer's terrible. Never want that. I wow. for real. I just remember it immediately. Weed. I smoked. It was fine. Yeah. Moved to Connecticut, and then I remember like freshman football starting, and the difference from where I was at in New York to Connecticut was Connecticut was a little bit more. It was like sports focused. The football team was like good, and there was a chance to like yeah, yeah. be a part of something and win something and do something as opposed to New York. So, first my freshman year of football, I couldn't fucking breathe from all yeah, the smoking. Yeah. I smoked cigarettes too when I was twelve, fourteen. <laughs> Again, didn't like alcohol. 12 to 14 smoking cigarettes, but he can't handle a few shots. I don't I mean, know. That's crazy. I couldn't breathe. And then I was like, always, we would run these laps. Yeah. I was always last. Yeah. Always. One yeah. time I was last, I was just like the fat freshman, like struggling behind. <laughs> and I was running by the varsity. Yeah. <laughs> One of the fucking coaches of the varsity team just fucking sprinted at me and laid me out. <laughs> I didn't even see him coming. I just, my freshman, I just moved here two yeah, months ago. Yeah. He's got laid out in front of the entire varsity football team because I couldn't breathe. And then I was like, that is a meathead moment. And right I was there. like, that's it. It's over. And yeah. I literally, I dove into weightlifting. I didn't smoke again from when I was 14. Last Next time I smoked, I was 23 years old. Wow. <laughs> like I was like, I'm done. That's yeah. it. Once I didn't make a decision, I'm out. But after that, uh, I dove deep into football and training and weightlifting and running, whatever I needed to do. And there's these things called steroids that supposedly help with it <laughs> that a lot of the seniors were taking. Yeah. And yeah. back then, because the shit didn't get made illegal till 2004, you could buy like, you could go to GNC back in right. the day. This is before they made all the shit illegal. I used to work at GNC in high school. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> And you could go buy like Andro, which if you're not familiar, Andro is what Mark McGuire took. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Like you could go fucking buy it at GNC. There was no, it was locked up. Yeah. yeah. But all you had to do is be like, "Eh, give him some money and whatever. And there was a shady place in Stratford. We used to go (laughs) and you supplement, you go up to him and be like, Hey, uh, what do you guys got? And they're like, Oh, whatever you see. And then we'd be like, no, what do you really got? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'd pull out the thing from underneath the desk. Right. Like, all right, we got this, this, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're like 17. I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. So then I dove deep into that. I was taking fucking um, D-ball, which is Diana ball, which is what Arnold Schwartz, one of the things Arnold took. Cool. Yeah, he gained 20 pounds of muscle in a month. It's great. You feel like you're going to fucking die. But you're, but you're jacked, so who cares? Yeah, I don't understand, like, the... I understand the I payout was, <laughs> to, like, drinking and, like, snorting cocaine because it Dude, removes the feeling. Dude, being jacked is the payout. <laughs> That's such a weird payout. I, trust me, man. I don't even know how this shit makes sense. My, my high school girlfriend knew that I was taking some shit for a while. Yeah. I would be taking steroids, and if I got sick or anything, I was afraid to take... I didn't like to take Sudafed or Tylenol. <laughs> but you were shit <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm in, but I'm eating fucking D ball like the <laughs> fucking candy. So you wouldn't like inject. I did that later. Oh, okay. In high school, I only he graduated. Did, yeah, well, after I yeah. graduated high school, <laughs> I uh, no, I took D ball. I remember taking D ball my sophomore year of high school and like squatting, box squatting like 500 for three reps, and I yeah. was like, this is what I want forever. <laughs> like that was my addiction. That's crazy, man. And then taking shit senior year, or whatever. And then once, um all my friends left because I was an idiot and had to stay home. As you know, we had, yeah, we had yeah. to go to community college. Of course. And at a 1.2 GPA. I had 1.4. You had 1.4? Yeah, dude, President Bush, dude. No child left behind. <laughs> right. He did a lot of, he wasn't the best, but like he did we that. got out of yeah. high school because yeah. of him. So, you know, he wasn't the greatest, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, but after that, I was, I had nothing else. I was at a community college with kids who, and again, I'm not trying to, be a dick here, but like the kids who were like the druggies and the fucking losers. And I was like, I played football. It was like popular and won a superlative. And now I'm here. And like, this just isn't fair. So for me, I just dove yeah. into the gym. Yeah. Started taking steroids. Used to go meet this dude at the Danbury mall parking lot in his red Honda hatchback. <laughs> and go buy testosterone. <laughs> and Decca. And he'd be like, you got needles? He's like, oh, hold on. He would go to like a center console. Dude's jacked. Yeah. Long story short, he's a millionaire now. Owns a big supplement company. Really? Not going to say who. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, that's but, amazing. Uh, yeah, and then I started diving deep. I was a bouncer in New Haven. Yeah. And I was like, I'm. you know what, man? All my friends, I was kind of, I was miserable. All my friends were away at schools. Yeah. I had this on again, off again thing with my college girlfriend or my high school girlfriend. She was a year older than me, so whatever. That was a nightmare. So I just dove deep. For me, it was you were trying to turn your brain off yeah. with alcohol. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to take as much fucking testosterone as possible and just try to get as big as humanly possible. So what were you medicating then? Like what was... I don't know. I just wanted... It was like a... I mean, there's definitely a lot of insecurity. Yeah. And like, I just wanted to be the... I don't know why. At that time, I literally... Someone asked me, they're like, why do you want to get so big? And I was like, I don't know, man. I just want people to be like people to look at me and be a little scared and like what the fuck's wrong with this guy <laughs> you, i was 18 that was my yeah, answer yeah. I, was like, I don't know i want like people to be like what the like be a little nervous <laughs> that's that was my goal yeah, yeah. i was eating chicken nuggets and that's drinking be, monster and injecting fucking testosterone i have to say it's way funnier of a like disease to have just be like i want to be so jacked <laughs> like that's crazy that's insane but i don't know yeah meanwhile it's like take sudafed i'm like no i don't take that shit yeah, it's bad for you <laughs> But then, I mean, then it just got old to the point where I was, it was like, what am I doing? Yeah. And like, I didn't feel great while I was on it. That's what people don't get. Like when you inject an oily, a substance in your body, a testosterone, your natural testosterone shuts down. Like it's over. Right. So you're running off that shit. Guys, your testicles, 
they disappear and it's really it's scary it seems a scary, like a scary thing yeah. it's a scary thing but then you know you take something and they come back it's weird but it, it was just a weird um and then eventually i was like you know what i'm done i'm not healthy and I was so stressed about actually getting into a real college. I was yeah. trying to get into Springfield. Well, your life kicked in at that point. It was like, okay, man. Yeah. Enough. Stop yeah. taking steroids. But then it turned to food for me. Right. I turned into food. Yeah. I would go to the diner at 2 a.m. and just like, how many mozzarella sticks can you fit on this plate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them all here. <laughs> all right. So before, <laughs> before we finish up, is there any addiction that you think that you still actively like feed? Hmm. That's a great question, and I don't know. You don't know? Yeah, no, I it's really, fine. I, know. I, re- I mean, I, I'm always going to – I still work out religiously. I'm always going to be chasing numbers and strength in the gym. Yeah, but is I'm it just a, not willing to risk my life to do it. So, yeah, it's not an obsession. It's not – I mean, I think about it a lot. Yeah. Comedy I think about a lot, but I don't know. They're – you know, they're, it's, yeah. I, it's manageable. It's not all – that was my personality. Like you said, right. that was your personality. Yeah. That – being the big guy, being jacked, that was my personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Now I'm just addicted to love. <laughs> I'm addicted to you. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with our uh, special guest and life coach, Lisa Lampanelli. Woo! This episode of Losers with a Dream is not brought to you by HBO and Bowen Nick's new show, No Sex in the City. They fell in love with New York. But no one fell in love with them. They're losers! Welcome back to the Losers with a Dream podcast. We are losers. We have big old dreams. Titties! And as you can see, yeah, our life here. coach, our mentor... The love of my life. <laughs> Lisa. I always almost throw up. Listen, I have to say, yeah, we discuss addiction all the time, the three of us. And yesterday mm. we had an extensive meeting about this subject, yet I still learned more today listening to you guys. This was fascinating yeah. to me. I really I enjoyed it. I took copious notes. One thing I love that Bo is not addicted to is being a professional. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> Okay, uh, but people, he brought uh, the bathroom uh, key. Yeah, yeah, he did. He returned the bathroom key. But yeah. here's one thing about Bo. Here's uh, God bless him. I love him. He's like that chubby nephew no one ever wanted, but I somehow ended up with, and he'll probably get stuff in my will. And I don't know how we're not even related. But this freaking douchebag! I hold up a sign. I hold up a big sign written in Sharpie. Ask Nick about his addictions. Bo literally, instead of seamlessly just kind of looking over and being a pro and going, so Nick, you know what? about you it's like what <laughs> what well like if he's it said old. Bo he would have been like oh well, thank okay, you man. and I did notice by the way classic addict behavior you brought it right back to you so fast <laughs> I was like so Nick tell me about you oh no what do you think about me yeah 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 so it was classic addiction stuff That's how but it is. I because as addicts one who is an addict is the most important person in their or anyone else's life yeah. well they say people with low self esteem which a lot of addicts mm-hmm. are are the biggest piece of shit around which the whole world revolves. Yes. So you can hate yourself and think you're the most important person at the same time. Absolutely. So thank you for being (laughs) non-professional. You're fucking terrible. Also, as someone who has always hated booze because of the same reason you said the hangovers were just vicious, always hated drugs, smoked pot in college and stuff, but then was like, "Eh, enough. Yeah. I 
was like, who are these guys, Bo and Nick, and how are they so cool? Because this one's like, <laughs> well, I had a friend who was really into heroin. Oh, well, good friend of mine is a crackhead. I'm like, how are you fucking assholes with your loserish personalities more cool than I am? You know, they, they know crackheads, they know heroin addicts, they yeah. were drunks, they were steroiders. We're men I, of the world. Yeah, I just knew fat people. Basically, <laughs> I just knew food addicts my whole life. I knew them yeah. too. And you know what? I think half the reason I ended up not going into drugs and alcohol was because food as my addiction, I didn't want to take away the calories from food and drink the calories. So I'd always go, ooh, wow. ooh, let me eat instead. Yeah, so yeah, your dude, addictions, right, yeah. your addictions are way cooler than mine are. because, yeah. And also, there are cool addictions. Like, basically, if you're in a meeting and you're like, yeah, I almost died twice, which, by the way, that is so sad to me that you didn't die one of those times. <laughs> I mean, he has ulcers. He's got jumping off the fucking bridge. Almost but died. yet he's still, he's still here it. to torture me. By not being able to read a card. How are you alive? And many others are dead who are better than you. I don't know. So we had our two chances, Nick, and we're stuck with this as a headliner. We'll figure it out. The headliner. We'll figure it out. Yeah, thank you for being our headliner, Mo. But so isn't it funny, like, though, with food addiction, it's this weird thing. Like, do you think, because my whole life, my whole show, everything is about being addicted to food. Do you think Bo, as our addiction expert, it's possible to be a, and don't answer quick, because I know how you are. He already has the answer in his fucking head that he's going to go, yep, 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 humpty dumpty. Listen, do you think, how is it possible to be, there's a debate now, you can't be addicted to food because it's something you need to live. It's like saying you're addicted to air. So do you think food addiction is a term because it's under fire now? I think there's um, maybe a sugar addiction component. There may yeah. be a fats or other things that feel addictive as substances in your body. Do you think food can be an addiction? Looking at you, it would you would think yes. <laughs> I you clearly replaced it with something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I oh, think, by the yeah. way, not to interrupt again, which, but I'll continue to do. So I love when he said, "I lost a whole bunch of weight after I stopped drinking." I go, "What happened?" <laughs> clearly, something went awry Dude, and really amiss. That went out the window with the fucking PlayStation <laughs> yeah. and the River Dance. Yeah, okay, absolutely. go ahead. I, I think that you absolutely can be addicted to something that. Um, you need to survive uh, just because you can abuse anything that you can abuse mm -hmm. you can theoretically become addicted to and I think that just because food is necessary for survival doesn't mean it can't be abused and it can't be used to hurt you. And so it you also, have said, you can get high off it too. Absolutely. I've been food yeah. drunk. I am so much fun when I'm food drunk, especially yeah. sugar <laughs> drunk. But then the crash is really fucking yeah. bad because then you're like all sad and watching oh, yeah. like lots of episodes of season four you're of miserable. House of Cards, which was really bad because Kevin Spacey was in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah, you can. So, I don't yeah. know, man. You it's can't get high. So. Eh, here's how yeah, I feel. But, but it's, I, I'm with you though. I, I was just it's like hard. jokingly say, be like, who the fuck needs heroin and cocaine? You ever had Sour Patch Kids? Yeah. 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 Sour Patch Voss, Kid Rich Voss, like, uh, unnationally yeah. known unheadliner, always says, <laughs> we're friends, so I can say that. He always says, who needs, uh, he always says he's sober at the end of his show. He goes, well, I always say, who needs drugs and alcohol when you have gambling to fall back on? Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost, you gotta, 
When you said, I wrote this down because you actually said something insightful, Bo, and I was shocked. You said you will blow through people to get what you want. Yes. I have definitely been that way with food. Like where I get really mad if somebody takes like, okay, if there's like, say, cake on a table and there's one piece of chocolate and the rest is some half-cocked fucking Italian dessert, like those fucking cannolis that these fucking Italians eat that they think is real food, but it's not. (laughs) Ginzos. Ginzos, we have the worst desserts ever, man. Never like them at all? Hate them. Hate them. I I don't like it. What about the rainbow cookies? The worst. Disgusting. Get out. Get out. Get out. I love those. No, but I really feel like if there's that one piece, I'm obsessed with that piece and I will kill a child. Like, I'm like, I don't care if it's your birthday, you little dick. And sometimes when I bring the dessert to the place, I'll be like, it has to be all chocolate so LL could get what she wants. And I don't care if that kid's allergic because he's going to die of something anyway. (laughs) So I get what you mean that you will just blow through anyone to get your substance. My dad got mad at me one time. It's a true story. He got mad at me one time because I finished a chicken parm sub of his that was in there. He's absolutely right. Yeah. And I was playing, this is, this is the argument he got in. So I was playing football at the time. I played center. This is prevalent to the, or prevalent to the story. <laughs> he goes, he goes, where's that chicken parm sandwich? And I was like, I was like, Oh, I ate it. And he goes, and we just get into an argument. And he goes, you're going to be playing center my ass. If you don't fucking buy me another sandwich. <laughs> He's right. And I, I was don't, like, I don't, I don't think it was his food addiction though. I think it was you being an asshole. Yeah. It was I was so the guy wants his sandwich. An and by the way, you with your transference of addiction too. Oh, Bo's like, whoa, what are you addicted to? Oh, I don't. Nick's all thoughtful and all soft-spoken. I, I don't really know. I don't know if there is anything. And I'm like, dude, we were at the fucking Duchess yesterday. You get a full breakfast or something, and there's an enormous plate of chicken that you polished off like a cock. He didn't even offer us any chicken. I mean, it was, no, I did. No, he did me the, the, the little kind of push towards me. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. No one I had said it looked disgusting you anyway. You it. You were eating a grilled cheese like a six-year-old boy yeah he was being a little homo but (laughs) like you were nick you polished that shit off you polished i have a problem so i think with food it's just this weird okay i think the big thing when you said it's anything any substance that you abuse is a pursuit of oblivion yes and i do remember when jim carrey had said that we call this country the United States of avoidance because yes. anything to avoid your feelings. Mm-hmm. So I'll notice if I'm at night, cause I'm gr- a great eater all day. And then at night, which is 90% of people's problems at night alone. And it has nothing to do with aloneness. It has to do with your alone with your thoughts. Yes. Yeah. So God forbid there isn't a, a marathon of 227 with Jack A or possibly all in the family with the great Carol O'Connor. You're, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, like I think about grief and I think yeah. about things I've pushed down and you start shoveling the food. Yeah. So I think anything to avoid feelings is technically an addiction, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you also think with the food, it's like for me, like I, I try to limit me going out to eat as much just because of money. I'm like, I need to mm-hmm. just chill right. a little bit. Right. But you like, there's like almost like an event that it yes. is, right? Like it's yes. like, I'm going to my favorite place to get my favorite meal. I'm going to bring it home. Oh my God, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, there's, it's, it's well, like you've a, seen it with me. It's beverages. Like I literally, 
Brother, I brought a car that has five fucking cup holders in the front and four in the back because, <laughs> and I have the clip-ons in case, because what? I can't eat that much volume because of the surgery. Right. right. But I can drink the F out of stuff. So <laughs> even yesterday when I wanted to get Rudy at the table, when I was breaking it to Bo that he wasn't the headliner, I was like, dude, go get me a mango smoothie. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, go, yeah, go yeah. have Bob, your dad, make me a mango smoothie. <laughs> smoothie and tell him not to stick his dick in it for a yeah, yeah, yeah. he did so yeah so it's like the i have to have my little beverages going and i snap if i don't so i think that's like how i wonder if alcoholics feel when they can't get their perfect beer or yeah. their perfect heroin or whatever Well, i think with any addict there is a um routine and there is like a a ceremony mm. to it you know like ritual I, Ritual is the right word. Ceremonies, yeah, that's good. But like, well, I'm the headliner. <laughs> I mean, did we ever question iconic status of Lisa yeah. Lampanelli? Headliner, feature, yeah. opener, um, host. But there was. Open micer. Yeah. <laughs> no, there is a ritual yeah. to all of it. And I mean, I was like a morning drinker, so I'd like wake up and like I would, you know, I'd go, I'd bring a beer into the shower, and it was like how I would oh, like shower start. beers. I've heard yeah. about that. And yeah, it was, you know, I understood that. you must have been disgusting. I was pretty like, foul. I mean, look at, I mean, even now, <laughs> do this move you did at the diner the other day. <laughs> That's his orangutan move when he gets like, I don't know how to really tell the truth, but I have to work up the nerve. So yeah, it's, but it's hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have your little routine. I'll do that too. Like I'll have like, I'll say I'll go to, oh, I don't know, Duchess. I get, I'll, okay. I'll have my foot long <laughs> and you, you know, in three meals, I can't eat that much, yeah. but so I'll take half of it home and I'll sit there with the dogs and I'll be thrilled to death that I'm hungry physically. Yeah. Like I get so happy when I have to eat. I'm like, yeah. yes. So I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, Peggy's going to have a bite and Parker's going to have a bite and Lisa's going to, mommy's going to have a bite. So it is a whole ritualistic yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I'm a big food pusher. When I, I'm not a good cook, but I'm a great host. Yeah. So when there's game nights at my house, I get super offended if a bunch of fucking anorexics show up at my house and don't eat. Yeah. And I'm kind of almost going to break up with a friend of mine because he just had a weight loss surgery. I'm like, you can't eat. You can't come in my house. Yeah. Like I, so in other words, pushing it on someone else is a thing <laughs> totally. too. I think we all involved. have the thing where we hate being around drunks. I don't think any of Disgusting. us enjoys it. Like it's yeah. hor like, I would. I never have any, any problem with some, being around someone that like eats a lot. Right. But like yeah. to Unless be around they someone. Unless drop it on their shirt. And I used to have an agent <laughs> years ago. God bless his buzzer. Yeah, He's yeah. still in the business. But I'd say to him, my manager, I go, you know, this guy. You gotta wash that shirt. Lose twenty pounds this, when the stain comes out. Yeah. I mean, it was you <laughs> know gross. sometimes you yeah. drop it on your tits. It's not good. Yeah, Always it's get a, hard a skinny look. agent. That's what I just want to say. Skinny agent. But also, isn't it harder? This is a terrible sexist thing. Girl drunks are super much grosser than guy drunks, in you my think? opinion. Well, not grosser. I think it depends. I'm, I'm with you on that, but at the same time, to I... me, it's so undignified, and we're so used to men not being dignified in general. Right. But when you see a woman not dignified, like it's when you have true. the girl at the bar and she's like, "Listen, yeah, listen." <laughs> What? And then she yeah. starts crying. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I go, you're above that. Ugh. Men, I don't think are above anything, and I know that's sexist and awful. Yeah, and yeah. I don't care because, like, I'm 59, suck my dick. But the <laughs> woman with the elbow and with the ass, yeah. 
and they always have to over pronounce yeah. everything because and yeah. it never works. They're, they're awful. They're, oh, yeah, terrible. For for the most part, men are better at keeping it together. I think. Yeah, and then, well, their girth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, there's, they can just fit more in. <laughs> and I think <laughs> you know, test that right after this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think like, I think well, men will like let it slip. But like when a guy yeah. gets too drunk, it's very sudden. Yes, and all yes, of a yes. Sudden it comes he out like, of nowhere. Yeah, all of a sudden you're like, oh, that guy's gone. Like yeah. I had friends who like, you would look in their eyes and be like, oh, no one's home. Like this is yeah, over yeah, Like yeah. for the night. Well, well, let me ask you this because this is very interesting to me. Okay. I hate delusional drunks, delusional addicts, and you are not one of them. That's why I bring this up. There's always the person who says... Because anything could be an addiction. Comedy, shopping, yeah. like your career, money, houses, any of it could be something unhealthy if it's to an extreme. Yeah. But the person who's like, I don't know, I just love to shop. <laughs> and then the bitch is in debt out of her asshole. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. the Amazon packages piling up. Mm-hmm. She doesn't return anything. She doesn't even try them on. When you hear someone say, but I just love getting drunk i just love shopping yeah yeah it's always hits me like you don't like i just yeah. want to grab them and shake them i don't think anyone really loves that and where is your priorities and why don't you have something you love that's of substance like connection yeah. or spirituality or something that means more and conversation or something am yeah. i right yeah, i don't yeah. think anyone loves shopping unless that's their job and they're doing it right. non nobody loves a vice yeah do you know what i mean like you can't it's it's there to serve you but it do doesn't you think but how many times have you been in an aa meeting or whatnot or uh, a a 12-step meeting like because we're not supposed to say aa because <laughs> god forbid we kind of guessed what it was okay take two how many times have you been in a 12-step meeting that you have heard somebody, but I just like to drink out in the parking lot when they're talking. Uh, I mean, definitely it's, I think that by the time somebody's at a meeting, they're usually like, yeah, this isn't working out. You know what I mean? Help right. Me. But um, in yeah. life then, when but it people has say, happened. I love, I love to get my booze on. I gotta yeah. get my drink on. There are people who just say like, oh yeah, I just love drinking and like, and you're like, okay, but is it, working and the answer is mm-hmm. always no never you know works. because if they're if especially if you're somebody at a meeting or if you're in a rehab or if you're, it's like mm-hmm. hey man you may love it but it doesn't love you back well yeah like, it's not working if it's not a two-way street yeah this and is a nightmare way, you're you a nightmare don't love it yeah because then you don't know what love is but i've said for years you know i can't think of anything to replace food with that i love as much but if you said to me right now Okay, that Duchess hot dog, that's like arguably my favorite thing in the world when it comes to food. I don't know why, but it just hits me right. And also, I think it's emotional, too, because my parents and I used to go there. Yeah. So I think it's wrapped up with that. So uh, clearly, you guys are curing me of my dependence on Duchess because (laughs) now that I have you guys associated my mind with it, I want to just throw up. So um, you've got the Duchess hot dog. Yeah. And I would be like, I will murder anything that comes in the way of that hot dog of myself. Now I could name like five other things I like more, but it took a long time to even figure out five things. Like my yeah. dogs, I'd have to count them separately. You know, my certain <laughs> relatives, you know, <laughs> actual good conversation, yeah, et cetera. Yeah. But don't you find it's interesting to try to, in the beginning, name something like for Nick, something that you liked and what felt as good as being jacked up? 
God. Being jacked was great, though. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it was the best. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm going to, like, a damn it, Vietnam flashback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so great. <laughs> so, it was so great. But, for me, like, right after that ended, like you said, for me, it was, it was food. Like, that was the mm-hmm. absolute. I would just have panic attacks and drive to the diner at 2 a.m. and just eat until... I would yeah. get a tuna. I, oh, I, my order was gross. I would get a, <laughs> I would get a tuna melt with French fries. Okay? okay. Then I would get mozzarella sticks separately and matzo ball soup as well. Ooh. Wow, he got every yeah. every nationality in there. Except <laughs> <Asians>. <laughs> Hashtag stop Asian yeah. hate by Nick. Yeah. Um, I think too. What's funny about that? Wait, matzo ball soup. That's a very odd thing yeah. to just I throw like in Jewish there. Stuff. And then he'd put, "I want to know what love is" on the little jukebox uh, <laughs> on the jukebox, oh, no, 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 no. and then go like, "I love foreigner man." <laughs> and then Dude. he'd choose, and I can fight this feeling anymore. Yeah, that was a close second. I literally, I oh, think, in like, in like five minutes, I think, I, or five minutes, five months, I gained. 45 pounds yeah yeah it was stretch marks and but the yeah whole admit deal. it though right after steroids if you have yeah. to be addicted to something which you don't really i mean food is at the bottom of the list like it's not i mean it's bad but it's not as bad as it doesn't take you out of you're not going to kill someone driving while fat. Right. You're not going to kill. You're not going to no, blow a breathalyzer and thing. it'll be 1,200 calories. I think like, that's going to be the same argument for weed now. People are going to be like, well, if you're addicted to weed, you can't kill yourself. You can't kill somebody else. But doesn't you're it fine. impair your judgment? I don't know anything about weed. I don't know, but I, I kind of, you know, I've seen people <laughs> come into like 12-step meetings and they're like, I have a problem with weed and like, it it's sometimes it's difficult for them to like identify and mm-hmm. feel like an addict because it's just you don't do as much or you don't go to as many lengths for like pot as you would if you were like smoke crack. So you or would like basically a or... suck a dick for crack, not you, <laughs> yeah. Bo, but Nick. You yeah. would suck a dick for yeah. crack or heroin, <laughs> but I'm not gonna suck a dick for a diet coke and a hot dog from fucking Footlong, yeah. no matter how hot Nick's <laughs> father is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm going to therapy now <laughs> Yeah but, but also you were talking to So there was like a hierarchy of there pain is, In yeah. a way I think crack and heroin pretty much are well, the also that, main That's leading. the thing too is like food like you said It's 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 going to be slow Like yeah. you might lose a It's foot. a slow death yeah. right? Steroids similar honestly Like you could fill up a syringe full of testosterone And just inject it you're not going to die instantly You're just not going to feel that great Yeah. yeah. So like, it's a better to be addicted <laughs> to something that Eventually kills you versus kills you immediately Yeah 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 well, with her- Right with those drugs and alcohol it's You can go today from that yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. Well and also you're you're hurting other people Because if you drunk drive then You yeah. take everybody out Yeah. Um, but also I am very Uh hardcore when it comes to addiction i get really mad at people who fall off the wagon and i say yeah. you're done i'm done Weak. with you fuck <laughs> you like i remember i dated a pothead and i like once discovered they had pot with him when he was on the road with me and i go you go in your fucking room and you smoke that hole and it was a <laughs> lot of pot it was right when willie nelson got in trouble and yeah. he got arrested so it was like you're not coming in the car with me take the fucking train home man yeah. go smoke all that weed in your room he was so pissed but i hate drugs that impair one's uh, you know vision or whatever yeah, it is yeah. so it's there's like a hierarchy like the, the if i had to be addicted to something i go eh if it has to be food okay yeah hey if it has to be shopping 
for me, it's okay because I'm fucking rich. Yeah. For you, I can understand where, you know, that PlayStation put you over the top. Suddenly, Maybe the dollar renting store? furniture from Rent-A-Center. You know what I mean? That's bad. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, I get pissed with, like, the Cali Sober shit. I can't. It's like, yeah. By the way, I just learned what that was last yeah. week. Because we were watching the documentary, and by we, I do not mean me and these two idiots sit around watching watch TV, together, yeah, but I had a gay friend, one of the many, who told me to watch the Demi Lovato yeah. documentary. He goes, oh my God, I was gagging for her. I just love her so much. <laughs> She's well, a queen. By yeah. the time I got through with him, I said, oh, really? Now he's like, I know, she's a mess. Because (laughs) I do not understand the, hey, I'm sober, but I smoke pot and have the occasional drink. I don't get it. So I'm more hardcore, and it's none of my business what she does. I'm sure she'll handle her life. Let's take the over-under on, like, when the next fucking death is. Well, I just think if you're, like, a true addict, you wouldn't be able to put anything in your body without immediately going off the rails. Right. You know, like there's no like if you could moderate your drinking or moderate the amount that you use a certain drug, mm-hmm. then what what well, are you even talking about? That's What's interesting. Going on? When I got the weight loss surgery, I said, I said, look, who wouldn't get it? It's all it does is stop you from overindulging. Yeah. Who if you're a drunk, imagine Bo. You're a dirty alcoholic, which yeah. you are. Disgusting. <laughs> Sucks a dick for a fucking Jack Daniels. You would definitely, if I said, here is an operation yeah. where you could only have two drinks and that's it. You physically can't. That's an operation I think a lot of Alkies would love. Yeah, I would I would have done that, you know, years ago. I wouldn't do it now. now that Why don't I know. you just get weight loss surgery? <laughs> 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 no, no, I don't advocate for that either. Yeah. It's, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. But no, what? But so in other words, anything that can limit your... Like I don't yeah. mind somebody going, I'm going to spend $40 every month on Amazon on mm-hmm. discretionary stuff, like stupid shit I don't even need. Yeah. I'm going to buy two Cobra Kai jackets a week. Well, for heroin addicts, what they'll do is there's a... a Meth. Not methadone. <laughs> methadone. It's called methadone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also a thing that you can put in your system where... If you do shoot up, you can't get high. Right. So. Oh, so it's like a yeah, cock block then, of happiness. Exactly. And then there's also for alcoholics, there's an abuse where you can you can drink an abuse. And if you if you drink anything, like if you put any alcohol in your system, you immediately throw it up and you, you get like violently ill. Oh, that's the so, worst. So, yeah. So there's like there's different ways that like they've tried to keep the alcoholic or the drug addict from like using but it's just none of it's long term. Like you can't. If right. I, I can't drink right. abuse every day. Well, you know, and like, also think about it too. With weight loss surgery, even there's ninety percent of the people gain the weight back because they figure out how to get around it. Yeah. So if you want to stretch your stomach out, you can just ask any of these poor guys who've done it. Or if you just want to find foods that let you do not stretch out your stomach, but allow it to slip down, like ice cream and shakes yeah, yeah, and this yeah. and that, you can do that too. So we can all just get around all that stuff. Right. So like you were saying, just the payoff of staying sober has to be more beneficial and outweigh the use. Yes. The using of the substance, you know? Absolutely, yeah. Like Nick, I love, by the way, how like Bo was like judging your payoff. <laughs> As worse than his. What's and you're like, payoff, oh, payoff. Dude. It's only that you're jacked. I was a sloppy drunk. Yeah, dude, I was on a roof. Myself. I was, was like, I was, yeah, like, I, was like, I was going to, I don't know, but, <laughs> but that's why it's hard for us to judge other people and it's terrible to judge because we don't know. We don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. whose payoff is better, who's worth, who cares. 
I think the why has to be big enough to go, okay, I'm going to get off this thing. Yeah. Why do you think you eventually were like, I have had enough with this steroid stuff, even though I have the physique that I think is right for me? Uh, I mean, like he said earlier, it was just like reality set in. It was like, all right, man, you you just spent the last two years of your life at community college Mm -hmm. going to the YMCA in your town. Mm Mm-hmm juicing your brains out trying to be jacked as possible right you've tried to got you tried to get into a real college twice now you've gotten denied twice maybe right. reel it in could be a great tv show though. and yeah. maybe like <laughs> reel it in and hunker down and try to get into a real fucking college and start your life man because it's getting old and like and, and i told you guys this yesterday at duchess like the people i was working with too like the people you're around at community college were a lot of kids that went to big schools and blew it and came home. And I know you yeah, probably yeah. see that too. Like, oh yeah. yeah. I was at UConn. Like now I'm just mm-hmm. home. And I was like, yep. these kids are blowing it. Like yeah. why? And it scared me. And the kids I was working with at, at our bar at bouncing in new Haven was just, I was nervous. I was like, I don't want to turn into these kids. Mm-hmm. So you looked at these cautionary tales, which I think is actually what's great about, uh, going to meetings and things like that, because you get to hear these stories of like, Oh my God, I drank my Chanel yeah. number five. Right. Like there's like women who like wow. drink their perfume, drink mm-hmm. their freaking rubbing alcohol. I mean, it's disgusting, but when you've, I guess when you have the chance you do, who hasn't eaten a sheet cake out of a garbage can? <laughs> I know I have. Like everyone's done some crazy shit. Or you eat cupcakes over the garbage can. Oh and my you God, just get absolutely. Yeah. And you throw it away. Well, the, the you whole throw thing this is, much of it you away. You're like, oh, away I need the whole thing. Grab it. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. It, it didn't really touch anything. Yeah. So why not? You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, uh, I think... Uh, so I think the fact is what we have to do is think before we act. So we have to really think past the drink or the food because they say think past the drink, meaning, you know, if Bo goes home tonight cause he's in a shitty mood and it's like, I'm going to have a drink. It's like, okay, what happens after that drink? Yeah. I think the answer I've, I, my answer to that was always like, well, I know this will happen and I'll be like this nightmare and whatever I won't stop. And now it's been long enough where I'm like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's worse. It's just like if I drink, I have no idea what happens. Right. You know, I don't I don't know what the next week looks like. I don't know what the next month looks like. It could be a fucking nightmare. It could also be quick. I could get in the car and kill myself. You know right. what I mean? Like right. So I'm always I like, can honestly say no one will miss you. <laughs> you could get good at comedy. So try it out. Yeah, yeah. Might actually <laughs> I don't think so. But <laughs> but yeah, like it, when you're like, I have no idea. Like mm-hmm. just I know, like, if you started doing steroids, what would that look like? It would be bad. Oh, that was for Nick? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, man. Yeah, we know you were juicing. Oh, juicing. You weren't natural for all those Comedy Central roasts. Juicing smell. It was spelled J-E-W-S-I-N. I was juicing. You used performance enhancers for those roasts. Yeah, you have to, man. You cheated. You have to take them all back. No, dude, I can't even fathom. Yeah. It wouldn't even make sense right now. I, I, can't, crazy. I can't even <laughs> I can't even fathom it. Even guys I was talking earlier with your buddy who likes who's into bodybuilding. There's yeah. I mean, there's retired bodybuilders who like won the Mr. Olympia, which is the Super Bowl of bodybuilding mm-hmm. multiple times, and they've even said this guy Dorian Yates, he's been on Joe Rogan a lot. He's like, mm-hmm. if you're not trying to be a professional bodybuilder, he's like, I don't understand why you would take steroids. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he straight up said it. He's like I was trying to be the best in the world at a sport. I did it for 12 years. I won six titles. I'm done. That right. was it. Yeah. 
you know, he was done. He was like, that's it. Well, that's how I kind of feel about like drinking and drugs. Like whenever, <laughs> what no, awards did I, you win, dude? I, yeah. I do think about that though. Cause I'm always like, I feel like I did it the right way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I got in, I drank as much as I could. I <laughs> blew as much Coke as I could possibly fit in my nose. Mm-hmm. I did all, a lot. all different types of psychedelics, everything. I, you know what I mean? Like got all of it out of my system. And then I hit 24. I said, I'm crazy. I'm scared. And then I That's dumped good. the whole thing. You didn't do it and at 45 when you have a family and kids. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, I really, I made kind of a, I made my mess. I, but clean, yet, I cleaned it I up. I think you need to keep your humility too. Yeah. And be humble about this could happen again. Absolutely. And always have in the back of your mind, uh oh, yeah. you know, I got to police myself here. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you got, I have to, I have to like stay right size. By the way, don't you hate, see, I'm just so prejudiced against this kind of shit. When fucking people say they do ayahuasca, I want to murder them. Yeah. Well, it's I mean. fucking retarded. No offense to the retarded people out there who actually would never do ayahuasca because <laughs> they're the smart ones. Unlike these new age idiots who are like, let me take something to shit my pants and vomit and maybe <laughs> yeah, see once all I heard... the lives I've lived. How much I live this one, you fucking dummy? <laughs> do you think what? I'm addicted to criticizing people? Yes. I think I am. Yeah. I mean, you made a good living. It is true. <laughs> I didn't hurt anybody. I donated a lot of money to the gays. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, enjoy I'm that. Sorry, sorry, sorry I cured AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think well, I mean, I did my share of like acid and mm-hmm. like all mm-hmm. that stuff and like you never you're not finding anything. Like no one's finding it. anything. I know. Okay. We you're getting high. It. I love the people who are like, oh, I'm gonna have this experience like mm-hmm. one of these idiots who's one our producers oh. who are talking about like <laughs> eating mushrooms and finding yourself. It's like you're not finding you're doing drugs. You can't kids. even find your own Dude, dick. My, <laughs> you're my doing buddy drugs. My buddy we, It's okay. It's fun. Just admit it. It's drugs. Yeah, it's all you fun. have to do is just own your shit. Yeah. Eat the cake out of the garbage it's can. It's fun to do drugs and see things and feel good that's nice Dude. but it's not you're not that more in touch with the universe okay both the headliner nick is trying to get i'm, I'm no. killing <laughs> go no. ahead nick make I our was, final point no no i, was, I make the final point. okay what yeah. i was gonna say was you're talking about like people that like take i have a buddy like that yeah yeah Great. listens but i love him and a few years ago i was visiting him we were hanging out and everyone was on the beach like eating mushrooms and i noticed they had tums with them as well and i was like what's the purpose for this? And he was yeah. like, Oh, it could like, it's like a, you know, it's toxin. It could like fuck up your stomach. And I was like, and, what's the, and I was like, what's the purpose of the mushrooms? Like, Oh, you could like, you have a good trip. You could like feel really cool or you could have a really bad trip or like have bad anxiety. I was like, so you're telling me you take this and you might, you get a stomach ache and have bad anxiety. Sounds yeah. perfect. I used to eat that mushrooms. That sounds like, me on a daily basis. Listen, I don't fucking need the mushrooms. That sounds like anyone who has to watch Bo's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> she loves that one. I know. I'm going to say I'm warming that into but every I remember them saying job. that and I was I like. I used to eat mushrooms every no. day before high school for like a couple months. Every morning I'd wake up, eat a bag of mushrooms. It buddy, explains why you're sitting me. doing a podcast that's downloaded by four people. <laughs> It really explains a lot. Now, I just want to say one last question for you guys. I'm going to pose it to you because everyone else alcoholics this. I am fascinated. I I, I had a friend with celiac. You know that fake disease that means they shit their pants, which is hilarious. (laughs) I said to him, how much for me to get you to eat a piece of bread? And he never would do it. But he did have money, so I get it. Yeah. But how much... To get you to take a drink. I would never do it, obviously. But what do you think it would really take? Because everybody in the program says never, 
no price is high that's enough. not true i know yeah. <laughs> I, you would do it for a fucking spot at caroline's i know you would so what you could what's sell out a realistic number of what you would take to get a drink well i would think i would want to have a high-end rehab high-end rehab is okay. probably like 50 grand okay so that's so, off the top yeah you off the top you need that's good you're thinking about the recovery already. Well, that's exactly the way <laughs> to think about it went to like okay so high-end rehab is gonna cost okay. this gonna go to yeah, malibu yeah. live there i and then on top of that i think i need like quarter million okay so for 300 listeners for 300 grand yeah we can raise that money and get Bo to take a drink. <laughs> so if you're interested, we're going to have a Patreon page set up soon. We're going to have, yep. uh, uh, did I say Nick take a drink? I meant Bo. Yeah. Have Bo take a drink. Uh, Nick, how much would it cost you to shoot some uh, steroid, steroids or whatever that thing is up your cunt? I, just need a, I would just need a sandwich, like an Italian sub. No, yeah, nah, you need that plate of freaking chicken fingers. No, that's a good, I, I mean, yeah. You have Qu- to think quarter ahead. Quarter million at least, at least. Hmm. Quarter million at least. Wipe out debt. Have money for fun shit. Yeah. Okay. Great. For me to at eat least. the entire foot long from Duchess, <laughs> I would probably do that for free. Yeah. And then I'd have to go throw up. But I need next some week, high that's end bags. I need some high end bags. I need your dad to come clean it up. Wait, I want to say one thing before we go. Yeah. I do love Nick's father in a very fucking platonic way. Believe me, that weirdo. <laughs> Bob is great. And Bob was very hurt. Because we sometimes yeah. joke with him and say, oh, Bob works at the Duchess. Let me tell you something, Nick. Yeah. I don't like to have to point out to you, Bob is a lot more than just that. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is a good man. He plays, uh, what does he do? Plays He's some drums. He plays in the band. He, he plays, plays in the church band. He goes He's a to the Monroe the senior, senior Center. Works yep. He senior works center. with those old people. I bet he only trips one once in a while, <laughs> kicks a walker on occasion. <laughs> Uh, he barely can walk. So that this well. show is dedicated to Bob, our hero. That's right. At the Duchess. In, in Bob Monroe. we trust. In and Bob we trust. By the way, the show is not brought to you by Duchess in any way, shape, or form. They hate us as much as we hate yeah. ourselves. Plug your dumb show and let's get out of here. All right, guys. Uh Please follow uh, Lisa at Lisa Lampanelli on Instagram. Follow Nick at Nick Scopes and me at Bo McDowell Comedy. Uh, come down to BJ Ryan's every Saturday night. Uh, we have shows. Or Friday. And check out our Instagram for upcoming dates. Love you guys so much. We love you. We'll be back next week with... Losers with a dream. <laughs> I was like, our topic? How we didn't pick two, one yet. Two fucking idiots. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Losers with a dream podcast. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to Losers with a Dream. We'll see you next week when you got more time to kill. Fucking hate these guys.